Okay. Yeah, there's Scott. Okay. <coughs> We're at the end of um, the finishing ice test. Now it's Hefetz. Ice test. The sentence that we ended with <coughs> the sentence that we ended with last week was I Evsher Sheikh Yechayim Shal Tzimtzum Bein Dovah Marachiv Az Daitoy. That means that even though it's true, of Cook was explaining that even though it's true, that over time, that over time, Ba'ashmas Adairis, that over time, unfortunately, we were not always uplifted. We're not always elevated by the brachas of Eretz by the gashmiyastik brachas, by the by the richness, the beauty, by the Eretz Zavas Chalavudvash of Eretz And the Torah already <coughs> predicted that there would be a matzav of Achal Vesava Vedashein Ufana El Elohim that you will eat and you will be satisfied and you will become fat. With, with the with the brachas of the land, but the result of that will not be to get closer to Hashem. But that sometimes the result will be ufana elohim You will turn away from God. We spoke a lot about that. <coughs> the ideal state of Am Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael is davke zovas chaluvudvash. With all of the brachas that. When we are the people we're supposed to be, not only do not turn us away from Hashem, but bring us closer and closer to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Not to live a life of tzimtzum, a life of constriction, a life of smallness. Because in the right situation, when there's a harchava in Gashmias, so then it brings to harchavi in Ruchnias as well. Marachiv as Daito. We learned last week we were talking about this. Well, you should have some pages we'll get to in a minute. I think I gave you pages last week from the Chalban. Okay, Zavas Chalavudvash, we'll get to that in a minute. Therefore, okay, Zavas Chalavudvash, flowing with milk and honey. Higzeril Hakish al Yeser Noramachai. That term flowing with milk and honey is of course not only referring to those two particular items of milk and honey even though those two items themselves, we spoke a little bit about the need of milk but those two items in particular contain within them certain unique brachas but Rav Kook says that when the Torah says a land flowing with milk and honey it means that it's talking about noam hachai about the pleasantness and beauty of physical <coughs> life. It doesn't mean davke chalavadvash. But it's referring to yeser noam achai. In all areas of life, that there's pleasantness, politically, economically, 
terms of health and well-being. That's the ideal state of Eretz Yisrael, that it's of us cholav u'dvash. Kfiyadorish l'nefesh gedola, as is required, as is needed, with a nefesh gedola. In the soul of a, of a great person, a great soul, shalam, not just a great person, but of, of the nation. Kfiyadorish l'nefesh gedola shalam haigedeos. A great nation that thinks deeply needs Harchavis Adas. It needs as a people Harchavis Adas, an expansiveness, a broadening of being. And when people are when a nation is when a nation is oppressed, not just by external enemies, which we've always had, but when a nation is oppressed by poverty. By poverty. We're talking about this last week. By poverty. By, by hunger and so on by constricted life it doesn't promote it doesn't lend itself to greatness it has a tremendous effect upon the das of a nation people become preoccupied with with um with, with their physical, with their physical needs and so on, it takes up a tremendous amount of the kaiches of the time. A nation that is ponerachlamala, that is turned above, that is facing something greater and something higher, requires needs zovas chalavudvash. Therefore, Chazal say that honey and all sweet, all types of sweets Magilin as a lotion Magilin as a lotion they accustom or they help the tongue of a person speak words of Torah Magilinus Alashan Tamatara sweetness. The Torah itself is sweet. The Torah is described as 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 being Musukmidvash Midofis Sufim. Dvash, Dvash. The Torah is the Torah is the sweetest thing. And therefore when a person when a person indulges in a little bit of physical sweetness, even candies, Masika. Honey and all types of sweetness, sweet things. It brings about words of Talmud Torah, that the tongue, that the mouth should be able to utter words of Torah. A mouth that is filled with bitterness, a mouth that is filled with bitterness, and a life that is filled with bitterness and difficulty. Even though it's true. Chazal tell us in a number of places that, like it says, for instance, his haru ba'aniim, shemehem teitzetar. His haru ba'aniim is to be careful how you treat, how you treat poor people, because from them Torah will come forth. His haru ba'aniim shemehem teitzetar. There's a connection between, 
between poverty and Torah as well. The meaning of that is that his harabanim because people who grew up unspoiled, who grew up unspoiled and detached from physical things, when it works out in the right way, then such people are anshe ruach, the people of the spirit, of the neshama. They're not spoiled by Gashmias. But that's not the highest madrega. The Swarm HaKadoshim, I mentioned many times, you find the Besyakov and other Swarm talk about the difference between the madrega of Kedusha and Tahara. The madregas of Kedusha and Tahara. Kedusha, as you know, on the simplest level, Kedusha means separation. Separation from physical things. Kedusha means Purusha, to be separated. But that's not the highest level. The higher level is Tahara. Tahara means that a person doesn't have to run away, <coughs> doesn't separate himself from the world. The person is able to purify things of this world with the right and pure intentions and pure thoughts. <coughs> then money is not a curse. Zavas Chalavadavash is not a curse. Gashmias doesn't bring a person down. First, there has to be an initial stage of Kedusha. Like the Ishbet is talking in the context of the Nazir. So, the initial stage of Nazirus, of course, Nazirus means that one separates oneself from the world. But to separate oneself from the world means that one needs to go through a time of deprivation and some level, depending upon, obviously, it's, it's, it's relative to the time the person is living in and so on, but some level of, of poverty of separation from the world. But the Tachlis is not k- that Kedusha, the Tachlis is Tahara, meaning to to tivel everything in the world, to dip everything in his life into the mikveh. doesn't mean to run away from the world. We don't believe in that. <coughs> that's, not, that's not the Mahalach of Tyre, to run away from the world. The tachlis is to purify our lives and to uplift our lives. But in order to do that, one can't take the world so seriously. You can't take the world so seriously. So, by going through a period of Kedusha, so then there could be Tahara. Hashem Baruch ultimately wants that a person should get married and to live a life of Tahara. It's the mikveh and Kedusha. Meaning, meaning Taharas Mishpacha. But in order to come to that time, one has to go through the years of growing up, and the years of growing up meaning of of not having, of kedusha, of being prusha, of being completely separated from such matters, so that when it comes time for marriage, then there could be mesikus, the mesikus and the chalav and devash of a relationship of intimacy, but that it should be an elevated life of intimacy. Not not chalila uh, to be a behemoth. So that's <coughs> what Chazal is saying is that of course his harubanim shemehem that poverty is something when a person is separated from this world and a person is poor 
then then he becomes more connected to Ruchnius. As the Chavis Lavavis and other Swam tell us that you can't have both of these things at the same time, meaning to be embedded in Gashmias and to be in, and to be an Ishvuach, it doesn't work that way. And Rav Kook, when Rav Kook speaks about an Amyasal being in an elevated state and requiring it means that the ideal state of Am Yisrael is not to live a life of poverty and symptom, to be Ruch, people of the spirit who who are in the world, but who are able to use everything in this world as a means of growing close to Hakadosh Baruch For some people. Kalmine Masika, all types of sweetness draws them further away from Akadash Baruch. They get they get distracted and lost in the Masika and the candy of this world. But ideally, Kalmine Masika, Dvash, Kalmine Masika, Magilan is a Lash and Latamatar. It it's it it just the opposite. Terror is sweet. For a person who, for a person in whose life there isn't a steer between the sweetness of the candy and the sweetness of the terror, it's all one life of sweetness. <coughs> Al Kane, therefore, of Cook says, Yisod Eretz Zavas Cholavadvash and Eshbat Lavaseinu. Therefore, when the Torah says, in a number of places, when the Torah, when the Torah describes Eretz Yisrael as Eretz <coughs> Zavas Cholavadvash. A land that's flowing with milk and honey. Shenishbat alavusainu. That Hashem swore to give to swore to our ancestors to give to them to us. When the Torah says a land that's flowing with milk and honey, it's not only describing the physical state of Eretz Yisrael, there will be a lot of a lot of food and a lot of physical brachas. It's not just talking about the amount. Because just to have a lot of a lot of delicious fruit and that the land should be filled with brocha, that's not necessarily an advantage for a nation that's unprepared. As we learn, that could bring to a state of Ufana El Elohimacher. That could lead to a state of people who are turning away from God. Therefore, the ultimate rock is not the amount of food, but it's talking about the, the quality. She's teaching tam prepares. Doesn't mean necessarily a lot of a lot of everything. Because volume, number, is not the ikr. Of course there needs to be enough, but volume is not the ikr. The ikr is that everything in our life should have a good taste. That everything in life should be should be sweet. That a person should taste in his life Noah what of course called Noah Machaim, the pleasantness of life. Klaimar Tam Noev That whatever a person has, even if he has a little bit, it should be good. That it's ma'adenis hanefesh, 
it sweetens the soul. It's in a, it softens the soul. Um, and it brings simcha. It brings joy to the soul. A person knows when he has something nice, when there's something, even it could be a, a small thing, but it's something that's nice. And it's, it is a tam noev arev, and it's ma'adinus anefesh umasamcha. It's ma'adinus anefesh umasamcha. Zel davagodl ve'ikari ba'am. This is a big and, and basic thing in a nation. Asher pniyoso hayos adira. Hishlemus ha'ruchanis. This is a tremendous thing in a nation whose main concern and whose greatest shifa, greatest, greatest uh, longing is Shlemus ha'ruchanis. A spiritual perfection. Haskil v'yadora es Hashem. To know Hashem more. To be closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shezois hoisa hamagoma shalos Hashem lovas. That is the objective of the oath that Hashem made to the others. That Hashem is going to give us a land that is zovas chalavu dvash. That Eretz Yisrael is flowing with milk and honey. It's not that it's not amounts, and it's not that you'll that 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 there'll be enough and more to be able to fresh and to become and to become um, fat with the land. The nagama, the, the objective of the oath that Hashem made to the Ovis is biachas the kesher hanitzchi shel habanimim haaretz hamugudeshes adayat. Is that that shul that Hashem made to the to the, our ancestors that would be forever and ever? That shul, that oath, is is not about that Hashem swore that we're always going to have supermarkets that are that are overflowing with food in Eretz Yisrael. It's talking about the kesher hanitzchi shel habanim It's talking about the deepest, deepest, eternal connection that the Jewish people have to Eretz Yisrael and the quality of the land and the eichus of Eretz Yisrael to be able. A person can live in Chutzlaretz and can have, and can have the, the biggest house and can have all the food that he could eat, but it doesn't have a tam, doesn't have a taste, doesn't have the masikus of a little apartment someplace in, in Eretz Yisrael. Doesn't have that tam, that masikus, because it's everything in Chutzlaretz is coated with the bitterness of galus. the bracha of zavas chalavut Everything has that time of that that mesikus of the shvu that Hashem made of Erzavas Cholavu Dvash. Now there are many many pieces in Eretz Chayfitz. There'll be another couple in, the, in, in coming up soon that are focused on Torah Shmuel of Cook regarding the physical brachas of Eretz Yisrael. And particularly the fruits of Eretz Yisrael, which we know that the Torah makes a very big deal about this. So, it's Erev Vashchadesh Shvat. So it's Kedai for us to think about this a little bit more and to make some Hachonis for Tu So you have the pages that should be inside there from the Chalban. We're going to come back. Chalban is in the hospital. Shalom. Shalom.
which most of there's not the sefer itself is not long, more than half of the sefer's tefillas and different storm for tubeshvat and different things tefillas to say by each of the minim each of the fruits. But this is the whole Indian of Tubishva. This parak in Talichaim is called Haperus Vikusha Saaretz. <clears throat> and I didn't first that from the very beginning. It's just more of a little bit of a Hakdama. We know that everything began. Everything began in a garden. Everything began in Gan Eden. And everything began in such a way where when Odom opened up his eyes, it's hard for us to imagine he, what was that like for Adam Harishal when he opened up his eyes. It's, not, it's impossible for us to imagine what it's like when he opened his eyes. When the Torah says, that man was a living being, but the Torah says right after Adam Arishan opened his eyes. The first thing that Adam experienced when he opened his eyes was was a garden with trees and fruit. It was the first thing. It was the first thing that he that he that he opened his eyes to, but the term makes that connection. When it says "Ve'ita Hashem lekim gan be'eden miketem," Hashem planted a garden in Eden, and He placed Adam. And ve'yatzmech Hashem lekim in ha'adama kol eitz nechmad lamar v'toiv lamachal. Hashem planted all these beautiful trees and that were delicious with delicious fruits. Ve'eitz achayim b'soich ha'gan, and at the center of the garden was the tree of life. Which according to the Zohar were growing out from one root under the ground, the two trees of the Eitzachayim and Eitzadahs. Now Adam himself comes from the Adam and that's what his name means. Adam <coughs> that's what his name means. the chiyas of Adam somehow comes from the Adama and the trees of Gan Eden the trees of the Gan Eden sustain that connection between Adam and Adama Adam and Adama <coughs> and therefore 
man's sustenance comes min ha'adama and in Gan Eden and in Gan Eden the the yanika the sustenance of Adam and Chava was from the not 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 from the fleshings of Gan Eden but from the pears of Gan Eden from the from the fruits of Gan Eden And that's the meaning of Mikol Eitzagan, a Chaltoichel. So Hashem Baruch told Adam to, that from all of the trees of the garden, <coughs> you should eat from all of the trees of the garden. So the unique of man, the first experience of man, and the unique, the sustenance, the Hazana, the Chiyas of Adam, Min Ha'adama, comes from the Atzei Hagan comes from the trees of the garden, <coughs> from the fruits of the garden. So look inside. You have it? Yes. Yeah. Um, huh? Monday? Sunday night is Monday, Monday and Tuesday? Monday is Rishchidosh. So, Shvat, the Avoid, the Ikra Avoid of Shvat is, is Tikkun Hachil, is to work on our, on our eating, on the way that we eat. It's a time to work very, very, very much on the brochas that we make, Bechas Anenen, the Brocha, Rishayna, Brocha Achreina, and Benching, all in Yonim that are related to food, to eating, which, as you know, occupies a very, very big part of our lives. Not just the amount of time that we're actually eating, which hopefully does not occupy so much time in a person's life, but thinking about food and buying food and so on. Thank God we don't have to worry about food. We all we have what to eat. That was that's not so posh it's still by many people in the world and, and by our ancestors it was for sure. Not posh it. Just to have what to eat, to worry about getting food. We don't have to Worry about Hashem about getting food, but we definitely have to. We definitely give a lot of thought to what we eat, and especially nowadays, there's a tremendous, tremendous. Before Mashiach comes, there's a tremendous ignorance with, with with the eating, which we spoke about many times. with overeating and and dieting and, and cookbooks. You know, the I see by my daughters what goes on with these with these recipes and these cookbooks. And, but you know, all these cookbooks are just Ganevas, one from the other, you know. Uh, all these cookbooks, and they, these ladies, that they, they, they look in Goisha cookbooks, and then they take out the chaz, and they make it into a Jewish cookbook for sales of $40, and my daughter has to buy this cookbook. You know, and it's just the same food without the chaz. <coughs> all of the, the, obsession, the obsession with food and with not eating, how much people talk now, not just about what... It used to be that our ancestors were, were starving. They had to speak about what they were going to eat, trying to get something to eat. Now everybody's talking about what, they, what they're not allowed to eat, how eating is so dangerous and eating is too much. And then every single... You know, if you look at the label, you, 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 know, you, lose, you lose your cheshek just by looking at the label. All the different things that have... The, you know, this is the time of Shvat. As we already know from the Sefi Yitzira, this Belita is the time to be Mesaka and the Indian of Eitz Adas. 
to eat from the tree of life and to stop eating from the tree of knowledge. The, I mean, this is the time of the year, Shvat. So the Yantiv of Tuba Shvat is this, this Avaida. There's some Tal Rechaim on Tuba Shvat. There's a very deep point over here. The Mabachet Chi, near Eshaha, Chilam Hev Tumat Achil Rechis Shah. This is a famous Bach, which we'll talk about. That's, that's our sugi now, and we're learning Rav Kook. The Indian of Erez Zavas Chalvodavash, of the Paris of Erez Yisrael. Hekan yesh nekuda muka ma'od. Ma'mabat shetchi nirash ha'achila, he Indian gashim yibolvat. When you look at things on the surface, it appears that eating is purely a physical act. It's purely something which is physical. All of the chiyas that we get from the fruit, the life that we get from the fruit, the energy is, is for the guf, is for the body. Of course, that's not true. Because the truth, we need to understand a very great secret. That's when we began to learn the cipher. We spoke about that. And Eretz Yisrael is called Eretz Chaim, the land of life. Eretz Yisrael is Eretz Chaim. Shehi or Elyon. Shehi or Elyon, which is a great exalted light. Eretz Chaim. Eretzisel <laughs> Chitzonius is that which is revealed that we see with our eyes. Shmatzmicha peres l'march laguf that Eretzisel provides these fruits that Eretzisel speaks of, and that's why the, the whole safe is about what is a teina, what is what is a zayis. Now, to understand the panemius, what each of these fruits, what nourishment they contain, not just for the guf, but how they nourish the neshama of Yis- of Am Yisrael. So the peres. Of Yisrael, the Paris of Yisrael, the, the it's not just a Marchal Haguf, it's not just Paris and Marchal Haguf of the body. Ach Besherish Apnimi, and the Sherish Apnimi is Eretz Elyona. There's Eretz Elyona. Said Eretz Chaim, the secret of Eretz Chaim. Chaim does just mean, doesn't mean just to live, to be alive, to breathe. The fruits of every country, the food of every country provides life. It doesn't just mean to be physically alive. It's the side of Eretz Chaim, Eretz Hashem. The side Neshama. The Nimtzes, the Pnimius Eretz Agluya, can Neshama Baguf. 
And this sod, this secret of life, again, not is the biological life that the food provides, that's as a soul, it's like any place then. But there's something else, there's, it's neshama. The fruits of Ezzesel, the fruits of Ezzesel are not only nourishing the guf, they're nourishing the neshama. That's not how it is with the, with the fruits everywhere else in the world. The food everywhere else in the world, the fruits, that's, it's gashmias and it's, and it's providing for the, for the guf. But the fruits of Ezzesel is the side of Gan Eden. Of Eitz Achayim, of Eretz Achayim, Soid Neshama. When Nim says Bepnimius Eretz Agluya, can Neshama beguf? That's Soid of the Neshama. In other words, the fruits of Eretz Yisrael have a Neshama, and they have a guf. The guf is what you see with your eyes: the apple, the pear, the orange. That's what you see with your eyes: the grape, the olive, the fig, the date. That's what you see with your eyes. But it has a Neshama. And that neshama of the fruits of Echisrael engraves deep within each of the peris of Echisrael, particularly the peris in Ashtabcha ben Haaretz, that the Torah repeatedly points out these fruits, Bedavka. There's a light, there's a Kedusha. Because in in these physical fruits, nimsheches neshama kedoshah, shabam hapnimius. There's a neshama kedoshah that comes from pnimius. V'himozal nishmas adam, and it's mozal nishmas adam. Not just food; all food keeps the neshama in the guf. It, it, it maintains that connection that a person's body should be alive. That whatever you person, whatever one eats for nourishment to keep the body alive that the neshama and the guf shouldn't become detached but the fruits of Eretz those fruits it's not only it's not only to maintain the connection between the neshama and the guf but it's mozal and nishma sa'adam it's mozal and nishma sa'adam Now, it's true that even in Chutzlars, if a person knows the Sod and has learned how to to implement the Sod of eating Bikidusha as Sadiqim do, it's possible that even in Chutzlars, the one is able to is able to eat in a Madrega of Kedusha, and even though it's not food of Ejisrael, he's able to achieve something greater, something big, because of those kavans that he has, even eating the food of chutzlats, but you can't compare that at all to the Indian of Eretz Zavas Chalavudvash, to the Paris of Eretz Yisrael. The Paris of Eretz Yisrael is Mazal and Nishma Sa'adam. Kach Eretz Yisrael, he beside Pnimius Vechitzainius, Nisham of Aguf, as we learned from the beginning of the Sefer, that Eretz Yisrael is Pnimis and Chitzanias, is Nisham and Guf. All other, all other places in the world, they're physical places. Of course, everything that's physical, one has to try to, and all this what I'm talking about, of course, uncovering the, 
uh, uncovering the Or Hashem and all that exists, of course. But Eretz Yisrael Mamish, Eretz Yisrael is the beginning of Neshama and Guf. Mamish, Neshama and Guf. Therefore, the pairs of Eretz Yisrael are rooted in these two levels, these two Bechinas, Bechitsonius Leguf, Ubepnimius Leneshama. Bechitsonius of the pairs of Eretz Yisrael provide and nourish the Guf, but the Pnimius, the Neshama of the pairs of Eretz Yisrael, is, is nourishing the Neshama. And that's why when we look at the Pasuk of the Minim of Eretz Yisrael, we, f- we learned this earlier, Rav Kook, that we find in the Pasuk that Eretz is mentioned twice in the Pasuk. And then it says again, Eretz is a Vash. Now we learned the, the Chazal, in terms of the in terms of the seder brachas, makes that chilik that we learned from Rav Kook. We spoke about it. Why it says eretz that there are two different storm in the pasuk, but madu tsarav pamai. But on a different in a different way of understanding, madu tsarav pamai. Why does the pasuk have to say twice eretz? Ella sheharetz harishona ramezes al eretz ha'aliyana. The, the first time it says Eretz is alluding to, is hinting to Eretz Ha'elyoyna, that Pnimius quality of Eretz Yisrael, that Eretz Yisrael has a Neshama, that the Paris of Eretz Yisrael have a Neshama. And the second time it says Eretz, which is the lower Eretz, Ramezes al Eretz HaTachtayna, is alluding to and hinting to the physical Metzius of Eretz Yisrael. And both Eretz El and Eretz Tachtana are engraved in the fruits of Eretz Yisrael. And understand this secret. That the seven Minim, Eretz Chitasaragefen, and so on, the seven fruits, the seven foods of Eretz Yisrael. Correspond to the seven midas, the seven spheres. Which is what? Chesed, Gvura, Teferis, Nesach, Vahaid. The first five midas, the first five spheres. Chesed, Gvura, Teferis, Nesach, Vahaid. Hain, Said, Ha'ar, Ha'elyain. That is the secret of the Ar Ha'elyain. Of the higher light, is the inner light. and the two final spheres of Yisoid and Malchus, That is the koach that is drawn primarily to the rovet hagolui, to that which is revealed to the to the eretz for the lower reality. So the so the Shiva Saminim of Eretz Yisrael, the seven foods of Eretz Yisrael, the pairs of Eretz Yisrael, correspond to the seven spheres, Chesed, Gvotiferes, and so on. That they're divided into two terms, the word Eretz, Eretz, which indicates Eretz Elyon and Eretz Tachtayna, is alluding to the division of the spheres, that the first five spheres 
of the seven spheres, not Chachmabindas, but of Chesekvot, the first, the first five are Be'ikr <coughs> in the uh, the Nishama, the Iker of that which we don't see, the Nishama of the Peris. Yesayid and Malchus, the final two spheres, is Nimshach Levarad Agoli to that which we see, which is Eretz HaTachtayna, B'chinis HaChitzayinis. Besodo Yadua Besayid HaShvatim, and as it is known regarding the Shvatim, Kirochel, he said Almadiz Galia. Everybody knows this. That Rochel Menu, as the, the Zara says, is the Sod of Almadiz Galia, of the lower revealed reality. That's Rochel Menu. Sod HaChitzanius. Rochel Menu is the Sod of Chitzanius, of external beauty. That's why she's described as being beautiful. Vileya, lay imenu, he side hapnimius, is the side of pinimius, of the nishama. The amadiskasya. Vini chameshus hapeyus harishayim, the first five peyus, shame keneged, shame keneged, eres chitasar of gefen usena, viremine, that the first five, the first five, Shame Kenegit Chesed Gvur Teferis Netzach Vahoid Kiyadua corresponds to the first five of the seven spheres, Chesed Gvur Teferis Netzach and Hod. Shabehem Ushroshim Soid B'nei Leia, which is the Sherish of the world of Leimenu and the children of Leimenu, which is the Amadis Kasia, which is the Neshama, which is Pinimius. That's the Pinimius of the Peris. Shem Ruvein Chesed Chita, Shimon Gvuras Ora, Levi Teferos Gefen, Yehuda Nechlal Imai, Teena Verimain Netzach Vahoid, Yisoid Yisacha and Zvulan, Vehema Eretz Al We're not going to go through all of these Shvatim and why it's, that's not for now. But these are the Shvatim that correspond to those pairs. That's the world of Leyimeno, which is Eretz Al which is the higher Eretz Al and afterwards, afterwards, Bo his garlots Laerta Tachtoina. The his garlots of Eretz Laerta Tachtoina, which is Rochli Menu. Rochli Menu is Almade is Galia, which is revealed beauty, which is the Iker is Chitzainius, Ushemen, Shu Yosef Atzadik, which is, of course, Yesod. Sod Shemen Zayas Kenaida, and Yosef Tzadik is the side of Shemen Zayas. All of these connections between the Shvat and these pairs are discussions of their own. And the connection between each of the Shvat and these particular pairs is is a, is a very much. Connected to the limudim of Tubishvat, but we're not going to go into that right now. Rochli menu, so it's soid. Rochel is shemen shu Yosef atzadik. Soid shemen zayis kanaida. Ubinyamin hu dvash. Soid hamalchus shenikra tamar kanaida. And binyamin sheva binyamin. The youngest child of Rochli menu is the soid of dvash, which is malchus. 
Shenikra Tamar Kanaida. Now, all of them, of course, <coughs> have Neshama and Guf. But all of them, all of them are nourishing the Neshama. All of the pairs. However, the pairs are divided between Lay and Rachel, that the more powerful Neshama pairs are the pairs that correspond to the children of Leah, the first five, and the final two are great and exalted. Rachel, which is Bechina of Yesaid and Malchus, which are the final two pairs of, of Shemin Zayis and Dvash and the honey of the Tamar from the, from the uh, dates. Him came. Side hapnimias, vachitzainias. The side, the secret, the mystery of pnimias and chitzainias, chokuk be'aretz ubeperusa, is engraved in the land and her fruits. Umasha Omar Rabbi Chaim Vital Tzchusi Yenleinu, shamar cholim he mozn l'gufel in the shomek echad. Rabbi Chaim Vital speaks about food. As not only nourishing the body but the soul as well, because the moitzah pi Hashem, the the dvar Hashem, the word of Hashem in the food, who shefa achiyus, that is the shefa achiyus, shemazina as a neshama, that provides for the neshama. Ba'alechem agashmi, the physical. So every every piece of bread, everything that exists has the physical, but the moitzipi Hashem is the ruchnius of the food. That's the ruchnius that provides for the neshama. And the physical lechem provides for the body. We'll begin, I'm going to end a little bit early today. We're going to begin with Rabbi Chaim Vital and the Sefer Lekutim. As of course, it's from the teachings of Arizal. <coughs> the food, the bread that a person eats has life. Vitality, energy. And the chiyas is the Dvar Hashem that came out from Hashem's mouth at the time of creation, to create everything that exists. And continues, of course, as the, as the Baltani explains in Shaykh Ramuna. It's continuously Hashem's Machaya, Mahav of the world, Dvar Chalakim Nitzav Vashamayim. As the Tani explains, Hashem is constantly saying, Vihi, Vihi, Vihi. So that Chi is, is coming from Hu Amar Vayahi, Hu Tziva Vayamay. Dvar Hashem Shamayim Nasu Ruach Piv Kol Tzivam, Ruach Piv. That's the chiyas that fills all that exists, that fills the food. And at the time of creation, Hashem said that the earth should bring forth this fruit, this tree, and so on. And so Hashem continuously says, When a person speaks, there's a, there's a vapor that comes out from his mouth. And that hevel is a chelik of the neshama. 
a proof for this is she'achah she'yotza on the sham and a guf that when a person dies and the neshama has left the guf there's no breathing and there's no speaking the breath is gone the hevel is gone it means that when a person speaks, it says in Pesach, when a person speaks, the hevel that comes out from his mouth is coming from the neshama. When a person dies, so there's no hevel, there's no dibur. There's no, <coughs> there's no exhaling and there's no speech. There's no breath and there are no words. Because the hevel, the breath that is invested into our speaking is a chelik of the neshama. Since this person has died, so the neshama has left and and it's no longer connected to the guf. Or that, that's a process that really goes on throughout the first, throughout the shleishim, really, on some level throughout the year. But the breath and the speech leave the person. So look at the look at this sentence. Rabbi Chaim Vital says, "Therefore, we are commanded not to speak narishkeit." There's a word that Shlomo used for narishkeit. What's that? Havel. Havel havalan. So, vanity. Havel, the breath. When we're commanded, that a person should not speak because the hevel that one invests into speech comes from the neshama. And Rabbi Chaim Yitzhak and the say that you have to be careful when you speak words of tefillah, when you speak words of Torah. <coughs> so that's not losing one's hevel. That's not forfeiting one's hevel. That investment in Torah and Tefillah or giving chizik to a person, speaking kind words, whatever it is. Diburim, words that are diburim of Torah and Tefillah, mitzvahs and so on. But but we are commanded not to stam talk. Not to, not to talk havalim, dvarim betalim, stam narishkei, to talk, 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 talk. Stop talking. Mr. Swarm say that you're using up your neshama. You're you're taking from the breath that is rooted in the neshama, and you're talking to varim You're running out. You're running yourself low on energy. So that's not when it comes to Torah and feel. There there are people that they can never you can never smile at them and say hello without them going into at least three or four paragraphs of Diburim, of Havalim it's just it's a Metzius, you have people like that and and it's uh, when it's Dvarim Chashuvim when it's a Tamachachim, then it's Divrei Torah that's one thing Stand that people, you have people that they feel in need that they always have to talk, they can't just smile and say I get Shabbos, that they say Another couple of paragraphs and talk and talk and talk and have a lot of them. Which is um, a big nisoy for everybody. It's not like that. 
you know, I'm not saying who is and who's not. It's not for me. To, it's not for me to say. Like, who, who is and who's not? But the havolim, the havolim. So Rabbi Chaim Vital says it's a chelik of the neshama. You should think before you speak. You could just say good shabbos. You'd have to just think of something to say. People feel awkward. They always have to think of something to say. I never ever thought of that when I was told by Tzadikim that I should I should go into the Rabbanus. I never knew that that was going to be my greatest nisayin uh, to to hear so much havolim. That's the biggest nisayin in my life is to listen to all the havolim. As much as I love everybody, but it's very very hard to be civil so much havolim. I mean that personally. I'm not identifying anybody, and, and I'm sure I do that to other people myself. I'm not saying I'm any better, but that's the biggest nisayin. <coughs> to, to be sorry for that. I've spoken to Sadiqim about that. When I, when I go to Eitzis Hill, I've spoken to Sadiqim about that. Uh, to ask for Eitzis how to have most of Lanus to listen to so much. I used to talk so much. I talk so much. We only live in this world for a few years. When is there going to be time for us to learn and to do things? And to spend so much time talking. So I'm standing around coffee talking, going to breakfast talking, talking, talking. We're going to die at some point. It's not usually. It's not. It doesn't go all the way to 120. And the telephone, talking on the telephone, debourm on the telephone. I have, I have such a serum from this. I, I can't even describe. People know me close enough that I have a biggest serum from this. The telephone, even talking on the phone, and the havalim. That's why there's some Yeshua, a little bit with the texting. It's a little bit of Yeshua. You have people that talk too much on the texting also. It's also an amazing thing. <laughs> But, but it's still better than the Dibur. Like it's still with the text that could do Some people that would normally be a Shiloh that should take 30 seconds. 30 seconds. It can become 15, 20 minutes. But with the text, it's just a bit, bit, bit. So there's a mile to that. Of course, it takes up a different part of a person's life. The need of texting and emailing. That's, I don't email, but the texting I started to do. Which I have a little bit of a Yeshua from the texting. But it could be, it could be faster. It could be faster. But with the but the talking though, the havolim, the, the dibur, it doesn't mean that a person's supposed to be silent. They're supposed to be friendly people. But but using to use up the neshama in such a silly way was a shnarish kind of talk, dibur, 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 to talk about things. The, the person's not interested. You have people that any every single time you see them have to start telling you about their children, their grandchildren, their, and what's going on in their lives and stuff. Not that you don't care for the person, and you're, but they think that they have all them talk about. And, and from the time that I was very, very little, my mom, when I was a little, little child, just as a little boy, my father would, my father would, I'd be in the middle of talking, my father would say to me, okay, that's just going to get it. It's enough already. I heard, you already said it, so you don't have to repeat it. <laughs> Children tend to repeat, you know, that my father, from the very time, from the time I was real, my father says, hey, you, you, I understand. I understand. You said you already said it. I understand. I remember that from when I was real. Okay, okay, okay. <coughs> it's funny, he lets my mother talk all the time. <laughs> but we were never, my sister and I, especially me, my father was always very hard on me with the talking. So that's enough already. With my phone, with my father with the phone, he just started the list for years with the phone to even answer the phone. But, 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 like you could say, like 15, 20 words, my father says, okay, no, fine. 
No conversation. No conversation on the phone with my father. No conversations. And when I get on the phone, so my mother picks up, and my mother says to, to my father, to pick up my issues on the phone, so my father picks up, he says, uh, everything is good, fine, fine. And then my mother keeps on talking to my father, and my father says, okay, okay, good, 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 go, 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 go. He gets my mother off the phone, too. And they just, my father hangs up, my mother says, uh, bye. <laughs> she got the instructions to hang up. It's already enough. It's not unfriendly. It's not unfriendly. It's being economic. <laughs> it's being economic with words. It's a big Indian. It's a big Avaida. It's a big Avaida. To think before we speak. It doesn't apply to Torah. Of course, when you're talking to Torah, talking to Tfila and Torah, the more person in Torah, Diburim and Torah and Tfila and so on. But Shemaf Sebehem Chelik Nishmasa. Pay attention to those words. That when, when we're speaking Dvarim Betaylam, Stam, Narish Kaitan, Mafsid Bam Chelik Nishmasa. You're forfeiting, you're giving up a piece of your Nisham. A Chelik of the Nisham. It's a Chelik of the Nisham that you're giving up. On what? On making some comment. What do you have to make that extra comment? If people have that extra comment. Havel Havel. It's Chelik of the Nisham. I will we'll finish this time with Hashem. Finish this time next time. Shabbos. 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 Shabb